Thank you for joining the ladies of Her Portion Podcast. Come, pull up a seat at the table because you are welcome here. Grab your Bible and a pen and let's dig into God's Word together. Take a moment and pray that God would open your heart to Him as you listen. So without further ado, let's get right into today's portion. Hey, welcome back to Her Portion Podcast. It's Hannah here, and I'm looking forward to getting into this episode with you on Walking Worthy. And I have the last episode this month to wrap this topic up, and so we're just going to get right into it. So the Christian life is not just a list of do's and don'ts. It's about living in the light of what God has done in you, in you. Ephesians 4 verse 1 says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. So Paul tells us in the first three chapters of Ephesians all that God has done, and he goes on to say in chapter 4, therefore, or because, because of what has God has done, walk worthy. We have an incredibly high calling. God has made us partakers of the divine nature. Second Peter um, chapter 1 verse 4 says, Whereby are given unto us exceeding great and precious promises, that by these you might be partakers of the divine nature, having escaped the corruption that is in the world through lust. What a high calling we have. So we must live in light of that calling. To be called means invited, summoned, or appointed. We have been invited. We've been summoned and appointed by God to walk worthy. The word vocation means a calling by the will of God. So we have our verse here, Ephesians 4 verse 1. Again, it says, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you that you walk worthy of the vocation wherewith ye are called. We should naturally want to obey him and serve him out of gratitude for this high invitation, out of gratitude for what he's done in our lives, out of the calling that he has given to us. We don't walk worthy so that God will love us. We walk worthy because he loves us. Our walk should come from a place of gratitude and not from a desire to earn merit from God because we already have the unmerited favor of God. In chapter 4 of Ephesians, Paul goes on after verse 1 to explain the character of this walk, the character of a worthy walk. And we're going to define that in today's episode with these scriptures. What is the character of a worthy walk? So starting in verse 2, it says, With all lowliness, meekness, with long-suffering, forbearing one another in love, endeavoring to keep the unity of the spirit and the bond of peace there is one body and one spirit even as you are called in one hope of your calling one lord one faith one baptism one god and father of all who is above all and through all and in you all why does he tell us to have a spirit of lowliness meekness long suffering and forbearing in love because there will be conflicts among Christians. You already know that. Being saved doesn't mean you automatically become free from conflict with other Christians. We can't escape that. We're all imperfect humans, and it's just inevitable that it's going to happen. 
But how we respond to each other during those conflicts must reflect a worthy walk. The character of a worthy walk. Remember, it's lowliness, meekness, long-suffering, and so forth, what we just read. Do we respond to each other with all of those things in mind? Have we grown to a place in our Christian life that those are natural responses, or at least they're responses that we are working towards? Are we portraying Christ in the calling that he's appointed to us when we interact with each other, when we have a conflict? Verse 3 says, endeavoring to keep the unity of the Spirit, even as you are called in the bond of peace. Endeavor means to try or to essay, to attempt, to guard. And he says we must attempt, we must guard. It's interesting how it says keep. That means it already exists. When you come to Christ, you immediately receive the Holy Spirit. And so does everyone else who accepts him. Because of this, we all have the same Holy Spirit, and that's what unifies us. Now, that doesn't mean we're supposed to link arms with people who are not teaching doctrinal truth or who are going directly against God's word. Yes, we can love them, but even at the end of chapter 4, in verse 14 and 15, he says that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness whereby they lie and wait to deceive, but speaking the truth in love may grow up into him in all things which is the head even christ the truth is so important so it is when we have conflict and we don't respond with lowliness meekness long suffering and forbearance it's when we stir up strife and cause disputings and we gossip and become backbiters that we tear apart the unity that god has created amongst us think of this in the church This is a dangerous thing to do. It's a bad place to be when you are the cause of sowing discord and tearing apart the unity that God created for us. This is not walking worthy of your calling, but instead it's walking in a way that does not portray your calling as a child of God at all. It's walking in a way that identifies you with the world and not with Christ and what he's done for you. Everything we do should portray who made us and who bought us. It's when we get tossed to and fro that we forget who we serve and what he's done for us. We walk worthy because of this high calling as a child of God, because of who he is and not because of us. It's nothing we can earn and do and wear as a badge. It's because of who he is. And if we're truly walking worthy of this calling, we're going to display these characteristics listed in Ephesians 4, 1 through 6, and we will keep unity with each other. And if we don't display these characteristics, we're likely not right with God and in sin if we cannot work on this. It doesn't mean we'll do it perfectly, but it will be the end result of a heart that has truly been given over to serve the Lord and obey the one who is worthy. Do you find yourself able to keep unity with other believers? Are you someone who's just itching to stir up strife? Are you the victim of someone who's causing lying and disputings? Are you the victim of a false accuser? To both sides, I say this. Proverbs 6 verses 16 and 19. These six things doth the Lord hate. Yea, seven are an abomination unto him. 
That's a strong word. Verse 19, a false witness that speaketh lies and he that soweth discord among brethren. So what are you doing to walk worthy by keeping unity? Are you growing in your Christian walk with the Lord by obeying him? Are you growing in his word to the place where you can respond in lowliness, in meekness, to the place that you can have long-suffering, to the place that you can forbear one another in love? What are you doing to walk worthy by keeping unity? Thank you for joining us today on Her Portion. We hope you leave with plenty to ponder from God's Word. We encourage you to use today's topic to start your own study in the Scriptures. Until next time.